This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hi there, everybody. Happy Monday morning and welcome into Undisputed. We're so glad you're with us after watching England's big win. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, and I'm curious who's going to be gloating more today, gentlemen. Boom! 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 40 to 3, 40 to, what, wait a minute, wait a minute, 40 to 3, are you, let me say it one more time, 40 to 3, yep. say it with me, Shannon, nope. help, about them cowboys, Super Bowl, here we come, I love the taste of Diet Mountain Dew in the morning, the <laughs> breakfast of champions, the nectar of the gods, I tried to warn you, and it happened, right before your very eyes, it yeah, happened, you, you've been trying to get Dak benched the whole year, but go ahead, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Let's go, Jen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump right in. I know Skip is so happy about this one. <laughs> yes, indeed. The Cowboys had their biggest road win in franchise history yesterday. They beat the Vikings, as Skip mentioned, 40-3. to Yes, you heard that correctly. After the game, Jerry Jones shared his high hopes for his team when asked if they look Super Bowl bound. A resounding yes. Yes. Unequivocally yes. Uh, I think we've had uh, adversity. We very easily could have some more adversity. Uh, but if we can get in there healthy and still uh, have games like the last two we just had on the road, uh, and uh, we've got a, a, a deal coming up here this weekend, Thanksgiving Day. These Giants are playing really good football. They're a good football team. And so, yes, I think if we use the experience of what we're having in the, in the season, then we're going to be playoff ready. But I sure do think that uh, what I see out here right now is, a, is the team like that you could go get a Super Bowl with. Total domination, but a short week. Shannon, did you see a Super Bowl team yesterday? If you tell me they're going to play like they played yesterday, which was might have been the most complete game that a team has played offensively, defensively, and special teams this entire season, there might have been a better defensive game played by a team. There might have been a better offensive game played by a team. There might have been a better special teams game played by a team. Mm -hmm. But if you combine all three phases, it's going to be hard-pressed for you to find a team that was in complete domination like the Cowboys were against the 8-1. That's a good football team. Maybe you might say, well, they're overrated. Okay, even if you say they're overrated. They're still 8-1. They still was the number one seed in the NFC at the time. They were playing really good football. Dalvin Cook can run it. Justin Jefferson Thielen, they got good receivers. Hawkinson, ooh, he leaves a lot to be desired. Now I see why Minnesota, uh, uh, Minnesota why the Detroit Lions gave up on a Pro Bowl tight end. Bingo. In, in only three years into his career. Yep. If you tell me, Skip, they're going to play like this. They get to the playoffs. Not like this, because you're not going to have a game like this. But if you can play consistent football, yes, they have a chance. Now, are you going to tell me Dak Prescott is going to have a field sim Super Bowl game? Because that's what he had yesterday, 22 or 25. That was as good as Dak Prescott have ever played in his entire life. Agreed. Are you going to tell me Tony Pollard is going to take a swing pass out of the backfield and go hit his go head on the goalpost from 35, 40 yards away? Probably not. 
But the pass that Dak caught him on the linebacker, he swung out the backfield, got him a one-on-one with, uh, I think it's uh, Kendricks. And he, was it Kendricks or Hicks? But anyway, it's one of those, one of those linebackers. Tony Pollard just stuck his hands up in the ball, said, boop, right in his hand. Mm. And if you tell me Brett, Brett Maher, I don't know, this, this, that's some bull jive. He kicks a 60-yard field goal. And then they say, nah, nah, we got to review the play that happened three minutes ago. Never seen it happen before in an NFL game where you <laughs> took a play away because you were late on the draw. I thought that once a play is run, you couldn't go back and review. Thank you. But I guess you can now. But what did he do? <laughs> he did it again. And he made it look even let, easier. But you, you know what? Now you got to let that Mason crossbar go because he started that ball like seven, eight yards outside the right up, right? The first one. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was like, oh, he missed this one. And it just... Right, right in. back in. Mm-hmm. Are you going to tell me that they're going to outgain their opponent by 285 yards in a game? Probably not. Mm. But skip what I saw yesterday. Yes, this team can get to a Super Bowl. Now, also, I saw a team last week go on the road and give up a 14-point lead. But yesterday was complete domination, and Michael got the party started early. A sack, strip sack on Kirk Cousins, and you know it was going to be a, th- uh, a foreshadowing of things to come. Yep. Jerry, look, I'm not going to take what Jerry says because Jerry says this every year. He said the exact same thing last year, and then he was very disappointed. He said he's never been so disappointed after the 49ers beat him. But, Skip, yesterday was a total dismantling of a very good football team. Not a great, of a very good football team. And the Cowboys took them apart like they were a 2-8 a team, not an 8-1 team. So, yes, if they play like what they played yesterday, yes, they can get there. But that defense, mm. as great as the offense Played yesterday, and Dak was sensational. Uh, Mike, uh, Tony Pollard was sensational. Offensive line did a great job of opening holes and protecting Dak. Skip, that defense was relentless. Kirk Cousins couldn't even get to the top of his drop, mm. and he was getting hit in the back of his head, or he's getting hit in the face. It was One minute it was Fowler, and then it was Armstrong, and then it was Micah, and then they bring the safety on the blitz, and then it was the Williams kid, and then it was this one, and it was like, hey, it's my turn. Hold up. Mm-hmm. DQ, just call anything. That's, that's a great place to be if you're a D coordinator. You can call any defense, and you got guys that can go get home. Yes, Skip, if you tell me this one game, it was one game, but if you tell me this was the most complete game that I've seen a team play of all the games that's been played in 10 weeks, 11 weeks, however many weeks we've been playing, this is the most complete game that I've seen a team put on tape yet. Mm. Shannon Sharp, Hall of Famer, I give you credit for – Opening this show with a very balanced <laughs> and objective view of what happened yesterday, yeah. thanks to my Dallas Cowboys. It was destruction. I know it you was happy. destruction. It, it was spectacular. I don't have any problem with what Jerry said after yeah. the game because I was thinking and feeling and about to leap toward the same conclusion. How much would you have put? And there's somebody who said, how many points do you think the Cowboys are going to beat the Vikes back? If somebody said they're going to beat them by two touchdowns, were you taking that bet? No. <laughs> they were eight and one. Skip. They were on a roll. They were magic, they were riding a magic carpet. In back-to-back weeks, you've done something you've never done in franchise history. You give up a 14-point lead, entering the fourth quarter, and then you have the most lopsided mm-hmm. victory on the road in your franchise history. In back-to-back weeks. And they had just shocked Buffalo at Buffalo. Yes. With a, a, an all-time great <laughs> comeback featuring an all-time great catch. Correct. By the way, Justin Jefferson, I told you last week, we held him to two for 21 a year ago. How about three for 33? Will that work? That ain't Justin Jefferson. If you can't, if you can't protect Skip, once Darisol went, first of all, Darisol gave up the sack to begin with. So he was going to have tough sledding had he not gone out. So now you take one of the, the best offensive linemen out. Uh, man, it was, it was piranhas on me. Okay. I'm going to step back. 
I'm going to gather myself and I'm going to give you my objective and balanced opinion of what happened to my Dallas Cowboys yesterday. There it was, tour de force. That was a Super Bowl blueprint and it possibly could have been a Super Bowl showcase because that's the kind of team that can go win a Super Bowl. So Jerry was just saying what he was seeing. I'm saying what I was seeing yesterday because, to your point, I haven't seen a team play a better game all year in total. Mm -mm. I haven't seen Dak Prescott play a better big game. I'm talking about a big, high-stakes, high-degree-of-difficulty game since he won his one and only playoff game, which happened on January the 5th in early 2019, following the 2018 season, at home against Russell Wilson and then the Seattle Seahawks. If you can find me a better game that Dak has played since that game, oh, no, they, they pulled game. that game out 24 to 22, and right. Dak did it with his arm and his legs. Right. And they shut down the, the Seahawks, who were leading the league in rushing. They came in, and they just shut them down and shut them out. I haven't seen my team play a game like that game since that game. So yesterday was one of those rare days when you hit on every Super Bowl cylinder. Yeah. I predicted this team will get to the NFC Championship game, and I believe it with all my heart and soul. They can at least get to their first oh, yeah. NFC Championship yeah. game in 27 years yeah. since the last Super Bowl season, which followed 1995 regular season into early 1996. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, yes, I have been hard on him because he deserved for me to be hard on him. I have doubted him because he gave me nothing but game after game to doubt. And yesterday, he lived up to Cooper Rush, who played his signature game in his first NFL start a year ago right there in that building on Sunday night football. And Dak eclipsed that with 22 of 25. (laughs) Dak finally lived up to the contract that Jerry Jones looked across the table at him and said, I overpaid you for. Dak finally lived up to all those national TV commercials, the sleep number, the housewives, the direct TV commercials, all those. He lived up and maybe even eclipsed all those in in one game. Okay, so now was that a predictor or an indictment? Because obviously if you can't follow it up, we're all going to look back and say, "Uh uh-oh, that was an indictment. Skip, I don't think anybody's expecting him to follow this up. But what they are looking for him to do is to be consistent. He had a good game going last week against Green Bay until he threw a pick in the end zone. I mean, Skip, he was flawless up until that point. Think about it, they would go up and down the field. And it's just the two plays. He avoided the mistake that, Skip, he, he, for the first time in a long time, he didn't put raisins in the potato salad, and it not. turned out to be a great dish at the end. Yeah. And yesterday, you don't you don't like raisins? Not no potato salad, no. no. Hell no, I don't. No. Nobody I, does. I made tons of potato salad in my life in my little hole in the wall barbecue you restaurant. Didn't put raisins. We, we didn't put any. Okay, raisins. that's what I'm saying. But so, I, I never he, thought of that. It sounded pretty good. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't mess up your dish yesterday. He he did not. My team didn't turn it over a single time nope. yesterday. My team really did. Not much wrong yesterday. I, I'm not. I, not I, much. I, I, I what, find, what, what do you want I'll, I'll, I'll get there in oh, just the a moment. But, but again, we're Mike McPenalty. What do we have? <laughs> well, it, it wasn't that bad. But the point is, yesterday, to me, for once and for all, Tony Pollard emerged as the most explosive and the most valuable back in all of football. And we're going to get to this in a few minutes, but 
To me, you can have Saquon Barkley. I respect him. I fear parts of him. I'll take Tony Pollard. We'll get to that in a moment. But yesterday, tour de force on display again from number 20. It's why I believe he should start over Zeke. But they're not going to do it because they're going to honor Zeke. They're, They're going to respect the elder statesman, a guy who is so respected in the locker room because he plays so hellishly hard He probably shouldn't even be out there okay. not playing now with that okay. big old brace on. Okay, well, you, you got me, but but he started, yes. but he didn't stay in very no, long no, no, because no. all of a sudden you see, oh, number 20, he's there. But Skip, let me ask you this. You said they should go, they should let Tony Pollard start. Do you believe that Zeke is taking any carries away from Tony Pollard? I believe he's going to get the same amount of carries whether he starts or not. So if that's the case, what is it hurting to let Zeke start? You just won't start on your resume? Because okay. look what he had. 15 carries to 15 carries. Okay, I can still make a case, that, as I had, did last week, that that should at least be 20 carries to 10 carries. That's just who this young man is. But but they, they fortunately balanced that off yesterday by throwing him six balls. Right. How many did he catch of the six? Caught them all. They threw him? He caught all six of them. That's for 109 yards. And I keep telling you that his acceleration is mind-blowing because it doesn't it doesn't translate through your TV. Right. But he is accelerating past DBs like they're standing still. Oh, yeah, it does. Skip, what, what surprised me yesterday is with the force in which he runs with. They had him for like a one-yard, two-yard game, and he's ending up getting four or five yards. I'm like, bro, you're not that big. You're not a Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, we expect him to plow through. They hit him at the line of scrimmage. He falls forward and gets four or five yards. You watched Tony Pollard run yesterday, Skip. There are a lot of times they had him at the initial contact at the line. I've been seeing that for three years. I'm like, where he gets low. He gets his his legs up under him, yeah. and, and he can bench press, man. He can squat press. He yeah. he can he can push the pile if yeah. he needs to. Now, a couple of times they tried to bang him into the end zone, and they finally put Zeke in, and he yeah. got it. Well, I'm good with that. Yeah, it it makes Zeke feel like he's part of the party, right? You know, like yeah. Okay, so we saw that. We saw C.D. Lamb. I thought C.D. outplayed Justin Jefferson yesterday, but he made the one catch on the sideline that I'll get to in just a moment. Yeah. But, but the point is that set up the 260-yarders, which brings me to my pettest peeve about the Green Bay game. You just saw Brett Maher make two from 60. He's now made more 60-plus yard kicks than any field goal kicker in the history of your league. Yeah. In the history of your league? Yeah. He is a, as I told you last Monday, a thunderfoot. So help me out. In overtime, you get down to whatever it was, third and four. And it's a 53-yard field goal. And I realized it was outside into some wind. I'm doing it. I'm trying it because he's a thunderfoot. And the second 60-yarder that counted yesterday, it looked like it would have made it from, dare I say, 70? No, maybe, I don't know about that maybe, part. Probably about 64. 64 yeah. could have yeah, been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give him 64. But here's the thing, and, and by the way, he's effortless in his yeah. kicks. It doesn't look like he's kicking it that hard, and it just explodes off his foot. But, Skip, of those 60 yards that he's attempted, I guarantee you at least three, maybe if not all four, have come indoors. Okay. So with that being I, I, said, I got it. now you're kicking outdoors, you're at Lambeau, they said you're kicking into a win, and he's kicking a brick. Are you willing to be? He said after the game, I sure would like to have tried it because I think I could have hit one, and I believe he could have. And they said before the game he was hitting him in practice, in the warm-ups, but that the wind had slightly shifted. Right. It didn't seem like high wind. Okay. We're going to talk about what happened at Baltimore, Carolina at Baltimore. That was high wind, right. destructive wind. I didn't feel that at Lambeau. But my point is 
week after week, Tony Pollard keeps doing things and Brett Maher keeps doing things to back it up where you've got two new superstars emerging because Pollard and and Brett Maher, they're they're superstars at their positions. Well, you know, at at some point in time in the playoffs, Skip, it's probably going to come down to a kick. You're probably going to need a kick to get you, tie the game up, or maybe win the game. But, Skip, I like the way they're using Pollard because he's fresh. He can remain explosive. Now, the more you're running, the more you're going to probably zap a little bit out of those legs. Wouldn't you like to keep him explosive like you've seen him as opposed to giving him a, a couple of extra carries just to say, well, you know what? He, he should be starting in front of Zeke, so I'm going to steal five or six carries from Zeke and give them to Tony Pollard as opposed, you know what, I'm going to keep those things low around 15 and watch him hit his head on the goalpost from 68. Watch him hit his head on the goalpost from 38. Okay. Now, let's start from the start. You mentioned it in your opening soliloquy. The game turned to me on one play, yeah. and it happened on the first third down of the game. Little Kirk Cousins, what do you call him, five chains? Yep. Uh, we we put him in more chains than Marley's <laughs> ghost was wearing in the, in the, a Christmas Y'all snatched period. all that man chains right? yesterday. Uh, Michael Parsons was Debo at the snark. Okay. Give me so that. Let, let's see what happened on that first third down if we can because this is the play that sets the tone. Kirk tries to run out of the pocket. That's an LT move right there. know what's happening. Beast mode's after him. That's a, that's okay. a LT move. Watch the that chop. That's the signature LT watching. And gone. And then he can, yeah. he, he's like 10 times faster than Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah. That, that's the problem. Kirk doesn't see it coming. No. I have told you from the start about Kirk Cousins. We're 9-2 and two against him. We own him the way Aaron Rodgers has owned us. So that's what just happened in back-to-back weeks. You saw Aaron Rodgers own us when it mattered. Right. And right from the start, we own Kirk Cousins. He looks like a, a, this little tiny guy with an oversized helmet, and he's so frail in the pocket. If you give him time, he can throw the right. football. It doesn't look that impressive because he doesn't have much arm strength to me. Right. But he is the most overpaid quarterback in NFL <laughs> history because they just keep paying oh, because you keep saying, yeah, but how can we, can we do better than Kirk Cousins? Oh. No. Did you see that game? Yeah, I saw that game. Well, what about that game and that game and that game? Well, because Skip, the thing where you got to keep him is because they, he wins just enough games to keep you from getting a top five, top 10 quarterback. So you're picking somewhere in the late teens to the mid twenties and the likelihood of you getting an Aaron Rodgers down there that late or someone falling to you of a quarterback of any that's going to be pretty good is not very good. And the Minnesota doesn't seem like a team that's willing to trade up to try to get a quarterback. But he beat the system. He, he had two system. franchise tags. Yep. And Minnesota, in order to get him, said, we're going to guarantee your whole contract. He was the first guy to have a fully guaranteed contract. $84 million. And guess what, Skip? They gave good. him another one. Another fully guaranteed they contract. They gave him another one. So, in the end, what did I say before the season? We have Micah and nobody else does. Yeah. We'll go as far as Micah and the Marauders on defense carry the football team. Right. Now they're starting to get a little balance from the offense and certainly from the, the special, special teams. teams yeah. But the point is, Micah set the tone with that one play. And I loved what Micah said after the game, that this was a statement week. It says what we're capable of when we put our mind to it. I think he, starting off, put his mind right. to it and said, I, I am not going to be denied today. Well, the, the, uh, the previous two games, he didn't have any sacks. Last week, he didn't have any pressure, any hits on the quarterback. And he came out in pregame with a, t- a T-shirt on him with LT. Well, hell, he looked like LT yesterday because that was LT's signature move. The chase down, the chop, get the ball it was. out. It wasn't good enough for him to sack your quarterback. I need the ball. That is true. Okay, so I think we're going to take it home and cash it quickly, and it, it comes to third and three at the nine, and Dak actually threw a very good 
good ball to a player you like, Dalton Schultz. Schultz. I have no idea. Here he goes to sack again. I have no idea what happened to this ball in the end zone because Dalton Schultz couldn't get his other arm up, and I don't know if it's being held or he just didn't see the football in time. Right. But but this oh, it's, we're still it's, showing it's, it's, the sack. We we got to go to third and three at the nine, throwing it to Dalton Schultz in the end zone. Here we go. Here we go. Dak fine early throw in this game for a touchdown, and I don't know. He just he flails with his right hand. I don't know if he can't he get his to make, hand he up. Like he tried to make he tried to make a highlight real catch. I, I, I guess so because I don't know. A nice seven round. Is his is his left arm nope. being held? I I don't think so. I don't know. I thought it was a good enough throw to it be was. caught for a yeah. touchdown. Okay, so you could have twenty three of twenty five, right? Yeah. So I give Dak that one. And then to your point about Hawkinson, they go down the other way. And they get it all the way down to second and two at the six-yard line, and he goes Hawkinson, Hawkinson. We might have those he plays. Drop this yeah, one. Yeah, but he he goes to Hawkinson twice, and that that's catchable. Why are you yeah, jumping, bro? Know. Why are you that's trying catchable. to leave your feet? Just run up yeah. under it. Okay, this is for the game right here, and he gets both hands up. I don't know. Is there too much mustard on it? I think Shannon Sharp catches both those balls and goes right on in, skates right into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, the skill. The thing is with Hawkinson, he's too good of a player. But that tells you something, Skip. This guy went to the Pro Bowl, if not last year, the year before. Yep. I think he had 80-plus, 90-plus catches. And for some, a team to willing to trade you within the division, yep. do you know what a team, how little a team thinks of you, that they will trade you within the division? I, I, I was shocked by it. But yes. after yesterday, I was not shocked. And I think you make the point. I think Detroit was on to something, and Detroit didn't miss him Against the Giants he, He's just right now, he's inconsistent. I think he has some demons in his own head that he needs to clear up. But I still think he's a, he's a solid tight end skill. Okay. Then we get to Tony Pollard's emergence. And if we could see the two plays quickly in, in that, that big touchdown drive that, that starts to open the floodgates. Yeah. It, it's 75 yards and 10 plays. But he has back-to-back runs of 18 and 20. Here's the first one. And he just slithered through. He just spurts through the hole. And yeah. all of a sudden, I said, where did that come from? I thought he was stymied at the line of scrimmage. And here goes the 20-yarder. He spins off, and he's off to the race. And look at the acceleration. It, it's quicker than the eye. He doesn't look that fast, but he is moving that fast. Spins and gone. Dallas O-line skip being yep. physical again, yep, too, that's though. That's 20 yards right there. And then we've got the the – the Pollard catches the one, swing one is like third and 14. It's third and 14, yeah. and you just swing it to him, and all of a sudden he's just gone. If we could see it again. <laughs> this, this is just, it right here. Just a little swing. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't have anything, so I'll just swing it out. A little safety valve. Safety valve, safety valve. Nobody's closing the safety valve, and he's gone. Yeah. Pat Whew. took a bad angle on that one. He I, went I to where so. he was. He got, Pat, uh-uh, uh-uh, don't go down the line, Pat. Mm. You know better. All right, and then the final throw is the one that you talked about right down the chimney to Tony Pollard. You can't throw it any better. This is a handoff. This is what we call a long handoff. And it's a wheel right out of the the backfield Mm -hmm. to uh, Tony Pollard. And this is as sweet a throw as you can throw and an easy a catch. And, by the way, I'm going to point out, I kept telling you, I watched him a lot at Memphis. He played receiver more than he played running back. So I think he's underutilized as a receiving threat. Right. Yeah, that's you're asking an awful lot Ooh. to have your middle backer try to guard a guy like that in space. Domination. <laughs> because okay. he has a two-way go. He can go up the seam or he can cross his face, and, like, you're in a no-win situation. All right, so now we have to – I told you last week, it's the Texas two-step. Now you got to go finalize the deal against the Giants who got routed at home by Detroit. Ooh. you got to come right back and do the same thing to the Giants. They're better than the Giants. Again, Cooper Rush – handled the Giants pretty easily on a Monday night up at the Giants, right? right? But Got to take care of them. What you have to like about what Cowboys did yesterday, Skip, 
It wasn't no daily dallying around. They jumped on them. They kept beating them. After half, they came back out and beat they them some did. more. Okay. They didn't let the game drag right here. We are in the third quarter. We got a nip-tuck ball game. Here we going into the fourth quarter. We got a nip-tuck ball game. They said, man, y'all get up out of here. We done. Then I thought Micah got nicked, and then I look up, and he's back in the game, and I'm saying, Mike McCarthy, what are you doing? Yeah, You're losing your mind. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to get the kid sacks, but don't, don't, hey, Jerry going to fire. You get that kid hurt in a ball game that's a blowout, Yep. Jerry going to fire you on the spot. You got it. <laughs> Skip, this win was so dominating by your Cowboys. CBS cut away from the game in the Never third quarter. Like I beat CBS to it. I cut away from it. Yeah, I cut away. They <laughs> I couldn't even find the game They're on, on the same my page, direct uh, TV. No, they, <laughs> when they flex out of it, you're not going to be able to find it. What are you doing? Skip, they started lo- They could tell they started losing viewers, so you might as well go to a game. They went to Cincinnati <laughs> and Pittsburgh. Whew. Well, they didn't cut away to Heidi. A more you remember the Heidi game? Mm-hmm. Is <laughs> what they called it. I was watching. <laughs> and gentlemen, you know, it wasn't just CBS and Shannon noticing this game. Odell Beckham Jr. Yep. noticed as well yesterday. He tweeted out after the game, quote, they went crazy today, followed by the eye emoji. All right, now this is getting really interesting because Micah Parsons responded with, come on then. And Demarcus Lawrence chimed in saying, they sure did make Mm -hmm. the right decision. (laughs) Odell, supposed to meet with Dallas after Thanksgiving. Shannon, did yesterday just increase the chances of OBJ signing with Skip's Cowboys? Well, if he bases it on yesterday's performances by the two teams it seems to be coming down to, it absolutely did. Because one did a demolition job on one team and the other got demolished by another team. So absolutely, Skip. I mean, obviously, you know, you're going into – the Cowboys, indoors, uh, you have a better quarterback. I believe the offensive system is equipped to do what you want to do, and that's like I'm coming in late, and I want to win. I want a chance to win. I want a chance to go to and compete for a Super Bowl. And I believe the Cowboys present the best opportunity. I get that home going. You know, sometimes, Skip, you can go home, and I, I get it. It's a nostalgic, you know, it's a homecoming. Like, man, this is where it all started. Yes, you mm-hmm. look around, and the building is just like you remember it. You can get your old locker back, and a lot of the people that were there when you were there yep. are probably still there. But, bro, if you're trying to win, the Cowboys present the best opportunity. The Giants, Skip, this, this, look, they've overachieved. And they got a nice story going on. But the quarterback right now is not good enough to win for them long, right this year to this season. Now, I'm not saying what he might not be. I, I don't think he's going to amount to any more than a marginal quarterback. I think the way Dak is playing, yep. and I think Dak can get you to a Super Bowl. Now, the question is, in the playoffs, you got to have to put the string together some games. And I'm not saying you have to do what you did against Minnesota yesterday as a quarterback. But you can't do what you did against Green Bay either. You can't be in control of the ball game because the momentum will flip, flip just like that in the playoffs. And once that avalanche comes, we saw it. We saw Atlanta have a 28-3 lead. And the momentum flipped, and the next thing you know, you're going to overtime and you lose. We saw Patrick Mahomes have a 21-3 lead, and the next thing you know, they're going to overtime and they lose. So you got to, when you get a team down, you got to stay on top of them. The Cowboys would be a better fit for me, indoors, warm weather. They have a better team. But the question is, is it about money? Mm. I believe if the money is comparable, he's going to Dallas. Now, I believe if the Giants blow him away with money, but for me, at this stage of my career, Skip, I like to thank Odell has made. I'm not going to tell anybody to take less money. But if you want to win, you're probably going to have to take a little less money in order to go to Dallas. So the question is, how much is money worth and how much is another 
possible playoff uh, push with a chance to get to the Super Bowl because I don't believe the Giants are going to give him, present that opportunity mm. for it. Okay. It sounds like for the first time since we've been discussing Odell, you're starting to lean toward Dallas for Odell. Yeah, man, it's, I was at Buffalo at one point in time. We was at Buffalo. Von Miller's hand was a done deal. For they, the longest, they, I, they thought it was, I, I thought it was the Rams. I right. just thought it was yeah, a yeah. done deal. He would go back because he's got a home in Beverly Hills. Because we heard Sean McVay said, we haven't made our final offer to Odell. No, and, and they kept a locker open for him with his name up yes. above it. So I just thought he was going back there, and they are just done done, man. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they done. They done. Okay. Hey, ain't no sense him going there, going there for what? So he can reminisce, hang with the boys that he won the Super Bowl with last year because they're not going anywhere. And, and they might shut Stafford down pretty soon, so th- that's that's over Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. If they shut Stafford down, I'm not. I, well, even if Stafford and, was healthy. there's no Cooper Cup to take the pressure off Odell where he can get single coverage. The, the Rams are out of the equation. Nah, Skip, because he has to look at it like, okay, I got two teams. What, the, the, the Giants are what, 7-3, 7-4? 7-3. 7-3, and the Cowboys are 7-3. Yep. We d- what, did I just witness? Did I just witness a team go on the road and have the biggest win in their franchise history? Now this is a storied franchise, and they've never gone on the road and beaten a team by as bad as what this Cowboy team did yesterday to the Vikes. And I just watched a team at home, just, and the game wasn't that close. I know what the final score. The game wasn't that close. If you watched that mm-hmm. game and I flip, you know, flipping back and forth, I'm like, damn, they scored again. They, they scored again. Yep. So and you look at Daniel. Guess what? Guess what was trending early in the Giants game? Vanilla Vic, because <laughs> Daniel Jones had run one in. Yeah. And and now he's he's vanilla Vic, and then their offense kind of just went vanilla after that, right? Exactly. And so the thing is, he started turning the ball over. He did. He had done a great job up until yesterday of not turning the ball over. Put yourself in harm's way, you turn the ball over because you're not. They're not good enough to overcome turnovers. So for me, yeah. The question is, Skip, how much? What what is Odell? How much can the Cowboys get? What what's the number the Cowboys can get to? That Vic uh, that that Odell will say, you know what? I'm good with this number. Looking around, looking at CD, looking at Dak, Pollard, yep. Zeke, that offensive line, that outstanding defense. What's the number they can get to him and say, you know what? I see what I saw last year in the Rams. I'm going to take this deal and let's go for it. Okay. I appreciate everything you just said. Last night for me was bittersweet because <laughs> as we opened the show with, you heard what Jerry said. I could see a Super Bowl team out there. Well, that team did not include Odell Beckham Jr. Right. I know Jerry. I spent a ton of time around Jerry. I know how his brain works. I know how his pride works. I know how his ego swells. And last mm. night in his heart of hearts, he's thinking, I built this team through the draft. Why do I need to go seek this guy? When I got it all right here, right. we drafted Michael Gallup and we gave him his twenty million, right. and now he wants a prorated twenty million to equal Gallup's contract. Right. It scares me. It horrifies me that Jerry's flying back last night thinking, "I, I think I got it here." And remember, they, they got the Washington kid from yeah. Oklahoma State coming back. They were supposed to, supposed to be their their deep threat. Is Jerry superstitious? Because he might say, "Well, man, I don't want to mess this thing up. I got a good thing going right now." Well, that, that, but again, I have campaigned for Odell, not because of what he could provide for you on the field, but that locker room would be on fire. You would send a message to your locker room at a pivotal time, especially if they could close this Texas two-step with a win on Thursday and have 10 days off. And then you you send them a little early Christmas present. We got Odell. That locker room would go crazy because of his mystique, his aura, his 
his cachet because he was a Super Bowl, the Super Bowl catalyst right. for the Rams yeah. last year. He finally emerged, as you well know, in the game at Tampa. He caught nine balls for 113. He had been fairly quiet up to that point, but then early in the Super Bowl, he catches the opening touchdown yeah. pass, mm-hmm. and he caught two for whatever it was, 50-some yards, yeah. and all of a sudden – His knee blows up for no reason that I can still understand. I'm knocking on wood for him. It's hard to know exactly what he has left, and I think Jerry's saying I'm looking forward to, as he calls it, his visit. I I, I don't know if you noticed this, but there's a guy up in Cleveland that was on your team that's balling out of his mind. Mm. Okay. Did you see him yesterday? That was on the roll, okay. Skip. And they lost. Yeah. Okay. But, All right. But, but I don't got, miss him. I don't. I just he, don't miss he him. He got seven tubs. Okay. I got it. But I got CD. And Michael Gallup looked like he was re-emerging yesterday, like he's finally getting his new leg underneath him off his ACL reconstruction. Right. So all of a sudden, I'm thinking, wait a second. Is Jerry going to just say, I'm too good for Odell? Like, I don't need him? That's my fear. But I do believe they need him just for the mystique of it. But he's going to have to take some America's team discount. Some. And I don't know who else is going to bid more for him. But whoever else bids for him won't be able to present the stage that Dallas is going to present. They have the stage. Who else can bid for him, Skip? Unless and it, uh, and it doesn't seem like Buffalo is in the running anymore. He saw that snow they dumped up there last. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> That's all you need to know. Just see the the video. <laughs> he's right? like, no, I'm good, Buffalo. I'm good. Uh, uh, Kansas City. He's like, but at, at the end of the day, Skip, whom whom else is in the running? Okay, Giants, Cowboys that can present the package, as you said, the package. We have a team that we believe that can get to and contend for a Super Bowl. You know damn well the Giants can't get to and contend. They, they it's going to be a scrap for them. Yep. to make the playoffs. Yep. Even though that record skip is going to be it's going to be a push. Hey, we're about to talk about the Chiefs. They have the best receiving tight end I have ever seen because he's a wide receiver <laughs> camouflaged as, a, as a tight end. But the point is they still don't yeah, obviously they lost Tyreek and he's mixing and matching with various Sky Moors and, right. and, and Juju was out right. last night, but but again, could they use him? Sure they sure. could use him. Yeah. Right? As a Super Bowl yeah. catalyst. That's why I believe Jerry needs to go ahead and pay the freight because it, it would be worth it just in presence, just to have Odell in your locker room, on your sideline, and occasionally in your huddle. Right. We got this guy. We, we got him. Yes, you do. If he's, I mean, because he can still make plays, Gil. Like I said, how healthy is he? How soon can he get up to speed? I mean, he's coming in pretty much a little, probably a little later than what he came in last time because this was yeah. like a, almost a, a trade deadline when he went to the, to the uh, Rams last year. So he'll have about – Probably another three weeks to get his legs up on him to start, you know, doing stuff in shoulders and uh, shoulder pads and helmets. Because you get in football shape skill by playing football. All that running on the treadmill, all that running sprints and doing gases, all that, that's fine and good. But you got to run routes. You got to be in football uniform to be able to get into football shape. So how soon can he get up to football shape? How healthy is that knee? How soon does he like, you know what? I'd be good, man. Let me go on out here and plant. Let me run this comeback. Let me run this dig. Let me run these all the routes that's necessary. Because Skip, he's he's a technical runner. He relies mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. It ain't no just just <clears throat> he's not 6'5, where Skip, he just big bodies somebody and goes up. Odell needs to route run. He needs to be able to get in and out of breaks. He needs to be able to transition. And so it's gonna be interesting to see. Okay. I've said from the start. Odell is shrewd enough to know at this stage and age, he's turned 30 years of age, he, he can't go in and be somebody's savior. He just doesn't have no, 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 too no, many no, surgeries. No, no. Okay? CD has emerged as a top 10 receiver. Gallup's back. 
So you could just ease right into the fray, into the, the rhythm, right. into the, the rotation right. as the number three who could become the number two come playoff time. Well, that, well, the thing was, Kip, is that what you said is that what happened last year is that teams, that's Odell, and you're trying to come in with your third and fourth with DB. Well, he's going to eat. He's going to eat, and he ate at Tampa, <laughs> and he ate at home in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you go eat. Okay? And yet, Jerry's sitting back thinking, <clears throat> guess who I got coming back on right after this, this next game? Tyron Smith is going to be back. Yeah. I know he blew out his, his whole quad. quad, but I think it was his hamstring that he blew out. It might be. It yeah. might be his hamstring. Yeah, but, but the point is, I think he's, he's right on schedule to be back in this mini-bye week. But where are you going to play him? Okay. Are you going to take the rookie out? I, I don't know because the rookie has been really good because he's been mostly quiet. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll get a holding call here or there, but he's, he played, does. he's, played, he's, he's played better than I thought he would in his rookie season. Okay, but Jerry's thinking, I got my big stud because Tyron Smith's the first ballot Hall of Famer, yeah. I'm pretty sure, right? So what, do you put Tyron Smith at, uh, at – you put, you put him back in at left tackle and you took the rookie down at guard because he, he played guard. He played guard, and they penciled him in at guard to start this year. Yeah. So I assume that would be a pretty easy transition for him to make. Oh, absolutely. It, it'd probably take a whole lot of weight off his brain, right? Right, right. Okay? So all of a sudden, you become dominating on your left side as you are because Terrence Steele is just blocking his tail off yeah, at played. right tackle on run blocking. Yeah. And you know what Zach Martin can Zach do. Zach Martin, he's, he's, well, he's still sudden, that guy. He's still okay, the premier guard if, in football. If you've got Tyron and Tyler at left tackle and left guard, Whew, you, you might have something. Yes. It may not be like the great old days, no, but no, it, no, it, no. it's going to be pretty good, right? right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Then you might have one weaker link at center who's been just okay and biotish. But the point but is – But you can hide him, Skip. Okay? You can hide okay, him. Okay, as long as he just snaps the ball and doesn't hit Dak right. in the shoelaces right. with it. Right. But the point is, Jerry's sitting back thinking, well, I got him back, and then James Washington. They, they signed they, – they gave him some money because they thought he'd be the, the deep threat that they didn't have. Right. Well, I don't know. He, they keep saying he's ready, he's ready, he's ready, and then he doesn't suit up. Right. I don't know what's going on. But Jerry may say, I'm good because I drafted all this, right? Right. Okay. He could. Yeah. And I don't want to see that. But you, but you want to see old age. Yeah. If, if we're talking about Jerry would do anything, he would write, he, he says, you yeah. can't believe the size of check, check I would write for, for one more Super Bowl. Then it's time to go get Odell. Okay. It just is. He's, he just has value in mystique and aura and social media presence. It resonates in the locker room. Man. Well, you see what they're doing. They're campaigning on social media. You're not afraid that he's going to wreck uh, Dak like he did no, Baker? I don't think he'll wreck Dak. He I, didn't I, wreck I Baker think. either. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. Stop saying that. He wrecked Baker. So who wrecked him in Carolina? Carolina. Yeah, yeah. We about to talk about that. Yeah, let's. Yeah, let's. we about to talk about that. Yeah, I can't wait. Well, Skip, I like your description of OBJ as shrewd because, you know, he also tweeted out last night that he's missing Saquon Barkley. He did. So, apparently, the drama surrounding OBJ watch is going to go to the very end. All right, gentlemen. Coming up next, Shannon, it's your turn to gloat. Do we think Patrick Mahomes took another huge jump in the MVP race last night? That's coming up on the other side of this break here on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, We all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. 
so you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right, VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Patrick Mahomes led another Chiefs game-winning drive yesterday, hitting Travis Kelsey for his third touchdown of the game with just 31 seconds left. Talk about clutch. Mahomes finishes with 329 passing yards, plus those three touchdowns, and a 30-27 win over the Chargers. Shannon, your turn to gloat. Is Pat Mahomes running away with this MVP race? It's his MVP to lose. I told Skip about three weeks ago. I said uh, I picked him at the beginning of the season, and I think you you probably should. It's like Tiger of the field. And any time Tiger went to a tournament, it's like, okay, I take Tiger, I take Tiger, because Tiger was just that much better than everybody else that was golfing at the time. Patrick Mahomes is just the best quarterback in football. Uh, the things that he can do, the way he can throw the football, and I said this year, it's going to look different than in years past because he doesn't have the most dynamic playmaker at the wide receiver position in Tyreek. They're not going to be 70-yard touchdowns. They're not going to be no 50, 60-yard bombs over your head. It's going to be more methodical. And he said it to be – he said, I'm sorry, fantasy owners, but it's going to probably be a different guy every week with the exception of that big tight end. Because he said last night on Airskip, he says, if, if Kelsey got one-on-one, I'm going to give him the look. And then after that, we're going to play football and everybody else is going to go according to who gets open first. Mm. But you look at what he did. Skip, they were down. He gets the ball back with 146 on the clock. They go 75 yards. He goes 4 or 5 or 64 yards. He had a couple of runs in there. Uh, they go two-man. They go 22 trail, two-man, split the field. He's like, oh, y'all left all that area open. And he takes off running. He, Skip, I, I, what do you say? And the thing is that when Mahomes lose, what people doesn't do like somebody else I know, we didn't mention that he played without Juju. We didn't mention that he played without McCole Harmon. That it kind of, it was goes out during the game. Kadarius Tony goes out during the game. They're down to their sixth, seventh, and eighth DBs playing. All he does is like, whomever's out here, let me go get it done. Mm. We don't mention, well, he didn't have Mike Evans. He didn't have Chris Godwin. No Gronk, no A.B. He didn't do it. Running the football? Well, if he had a running game, last night, Pacheco, the first 100-yard rush game for the Chiefs since week four of last year. Mm. So he's doing it without a running game. Well, not last night. That was I, a big running game. He leads the league in passing touchdowns, 28. He leads the league in passing yards, 3,265. Average 326 yards passing per game. He's second in QBR. It's his to lose. Mm. Now, I know somebody talking about, oh, he's having a great year. Somebody got 10, 15 more passes 
and 16 fewer touchdowns. I ain't going to call the guy's name, but y'all think y'all know who he is. Mm. But he got a great touchdown interception ratio. All those passes ain't got but 12. Mm. This man got 16 more touchdowns. Mm. Probably another three, 400 more passing yards. Mm. It's his MVP to lose currently. Mm. Says Shannon Sharp, who loves him some Mahomes boy. Who do you got the MVP? It's not even close. It's Jalen Hurts. I can't do it on any number except one big number. There's one big glaring number that you can't defend. Kansas City is now 8-2. and two. Yes, and Philadelphia is now nine and one. Skip, you're making it seem nine like, and Skip, one. You're making it seem like Patrick Mahomes is three and five. Mm. You, he's not. Look at the numbers; they're not even close. Look at the passing yard. Okay, put in his runs with it. I want you to tally his runs up with his passing, and they can't touch Mahomes. Mm. Put his run rush yards in there with his passing yards, and they can't touch Mahomes. All I know is that yesterday at Indianapolis against a Jeff Saturday turned Sunday team that just looks different to me. It is playing yeah, at a yeah. much higher level. It's a much happier level. It just looks like it's reinvigorated. Right. Philly was dead to rights in trouble. They're trailing by 10 going to the fourth quarter. No Philly team has ever come back, or not ever, has, has not come back from a double-digit deficit going to the fourth quarter. In 12 years, not one time in 12 years has Philly done what Jalen Hurts did yesterday yeah. against a suddenly hot, rejuvenated Indianapolis Colts team. Okay. And in the fourth quarter, Jalen Hurts was superb, and he made all the plays he had to make. He, he threw it for 36. He ran it for 49. He threw it for one touchdown pass. He ran it for another touchdown. If we could see what he did at the end of the game, this was the play was the quarterback draw that won the game, and they called it, and he ran it, and the heavens just opened up, and he high-stepped right into the right. end zone. That's who he is. That's what he is. He, he is the leader. He is the playmaker. He, he is the driving force of an entire football team. He has changed the whole culture on the fly and gotten them to 9-1, and one. and I'm going to defend him because the one loss was definitely not his fault because you remember what happened against Washington was on Monday, yeah, Monday, Monday night. night. He hits A.J., A.J. Brown, right in the hands with a ball that he juggles up into an interception. Right. Well, it was it, you, you can't throw it any better than that. And then you recall the uncalled face mask on Goddard in which he fumbles the ball away. Well, they got away with last night because the guy face masked Matt Ryan. He did. And they, they, they called it, or they'd have lost that game. That is true. So it, and then you remember what Quez Watkins did. A throw is going to hit him right in the breadbasket, and he decides to go down and slide to catch it just to make sure he wraps it up right. when he could have caught it in stride and still be running for a touchdown. Right. And it cost them because not only did he catch it and go down with it, but he got stripped from behind. Correct. Okay, so those are the three plays that cost Philly its one game, and none of them had anything to do with Jalen Hurts. To me, just on pure eye test value, he is slightly more valuable than it's Patrick Mahomes. Okay, now you tell me it's not even close. So speaking of at Indianapolis, how did the game end at Indianapolis for Kansas City? How did it end? Well, you're driving for the winning uh, field goal, if I could see this. It's first and 10 at the Indy 46 with eight seconds left. You got a chance just to, to – do. you need one more throw to set up the, the, yeah. the walk-off field goal, right? And he dull clutches and throws it and – that's the end of it. Skip, they got, skip. I mean, did, 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 uh, did, uh, uh, did uh, 
has so so I'm going to make sure I'm here you correctly. See, Jalen like, Hur- there, there's the field goal line, and he throws it across the field goal line. And it's intercepted. So Jalen Hurts doesn't have any turnovers. Well, he does, but he hadn't lost a game with them. No, skip. Okay. Skip that that does, lost skip. the game. Does it matter if okay. you, if that, you lose? They lost to Washington. Okay, but that's Choke City at Indianapolis skip, skip, when they weren't very skip, good. Skip, skip, 28 okay. touchdowns. Nobody okay. is close. I guarantee, right. I guarantee, I tell you what, this is what I'm willing to do with you right now. I guarantee you, if Patrick Mahomes stays right where he is and Jalen Hurts wins out, I'll bet you a thousand cases to do he won't win MVP. I, I don't have a vote, so I can't help that. I can't control that. Even if you that, had a it, vote. It'll just be flat Skip. out wrong. If you're just going on numbers, you're wrong. Skip, you talk about numbers. The guy's lost two games. You make it seem like he lost six. Thank you for bringing up the other loss. It was at home to Buffalo. And how did it happen? Well, Patrick Scott, late in the first quarter, he's got third and goal at the nine-yard line, and he goes Harlem Globetrotter. Let me just see. Andy lets me do anything. I can get away with just about anything, including that. That's as careless as an interception as you will ever throw. Yes. And it costs them seizing control of the football game because it's third and goal. So, so, okay. so what about last night? So what, wait, 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 wait. I'm not finished. It's my turn. So then this game against Buffalo, it comes down to first and 10 at the 30, and you got a chance. You're, you're down 24 to 20, so you got to do what you did last night against Buffalo. This is 56 seconds left, and how does the game end? It ended this way with a little sidearm fling, and it got picked. And Skip, you, the guy made a great play. It. You didn't Skip, do it. Skip. You didn't so, do it. I was going to make sure he so every, That's just a bad idea. So it's let me, just, uh, it's vintage, careless Patrick So Lawrence. let me. I just want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. So every quarterback, Tom Brady, every time he's been in a game-winning situation, he's won. This is, we're, we're talking about MVP. Oh. And you said he's running away with it? I, I think he just came back to the pack with those two throws. Skip. You're talking about the things that happened three, four weeks ago. We're talking about now. Well, it, it counts in body of work. Yeah, okay. Yes. What have you yes. Skip? You so, can't have just last night. you got to have the body of so work. What, what's the you, like, you can't win MVP just on one night no, game. Uh, skip. So so he had 28 touchdowns in one night? Hmm. He got 3,200 yards in one night? So a man's going to throw for 5,200. 5,200. He's on pace to break the record for passing yards in a season. Hmm. And he's on pace to throw for 50 touchdowns. And you think somebody's going to win the MVP over there. Choke, choke. I got two big chokes at the end of the game. Two big chokes. I'm sorry. You you can't defend it. It, There's nothing to defend. You can't sweep it under your car. I'm not trying to, but you can't sweep 28 touchdowns. You can't sweep 3,200 yards. You can't sweep the number two QBR. You can't sweep the 326 passing yards. You can't sweep on the big stage. What did he do last night? You can't sweep nine and one under the car. Maybe it wasn't a night game, but what he did at Indianapolis against Jeff Sunday, Skip. that was spectacular. So so let me ask you a question. Who's the better quarterback right now, Justin Herbert or Matt Ryan? Mm. Who has a better offense? No, I'm I'm not sure about that. I'm not the biggest Justin Herbert. You ain't got to be. But the man, Skip, come on now. By the way, you did pick them to get to the Super Bowl. I'm I'm just not seeing it. But but here's the thing, and we're about to talk about this. You're not sure about Justin Herbert, but you stand on the table for Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. Think about that for just a second. Well, I'm just not sure about Justin Herbert. uh, But you're sure about Baker? No, I'm not sure. I just think he's in a terrible situation right now. I was sure about him in Cleveland. This this is what we know. Normal, Mm -hmm. terrible people find themselves in terrible situations. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. No, is it? I I don't think that happens. Right here. The the numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. They Jen, don't lie. It's Jalen Hurts. Okay. Your eyes are lying because Everything. you don't have any objectivity. I told you to in twenty six. Patrick Mahomes. I told you in twenty sixteen who was gonna win the MVP. I told you the last two years at mm. the midway point who's gonna win the MVP. Mm. 
you need to trust. You're the Hall of Famer. I trust the Hall of Famer on this one, okay? Mm. Trust the Hall of Famer on this one. Mm, I don't. <laughs> okay. I don't trust you at all because Jalen okay. Hurts, you're doing a big disservice to a, an enormous achievement Skip. that he's pulling off Skip. in Philadelphia. He's doing. Skip. He's you do- never liked him. No, Skip. He's playing well, mm. but he's well? not the MVP. Oh, come on. He's not. It's not close. Value. This is value. Skip. The man took Skip. They added A.J. Brown. Mm. They took away They took away uh, uh, Tyreek. Mm-hmm. And he's still leading the league in every passing category. And he's got the greatest receiving tight end I've ever seen. But let me ask you a question. Whew. Why didn't you make that argument when Brady had Gronk for 10 years? You never said anything about Brady had the greatest receiving tight end in history. No, I did. I you talk about that's Brady. That's Brady. Ping, ping, ping. He did ping, ping, ping to Sky Moore. He's throwing the Valdez Scantling. You remember the guy that you said was a guy? Justin Watson, mm-hmm. he's turned him into a service receiver he when has. Tom Brady didn't have use for him. Because he has Jason Kelsey, or, or, or Travis Kelsey at, at tight end. That's how he does but skip, it. You, but see, that's the thing yep. that I have is that every it's that you try to you try to discount everything that Patrick Mahomes did does by saying he has this. You never did that for Brady when he had Randy it, Moss. It isn't about Brady. Yes, but it's about what you uh, try to do Bra- to discount Come on, Brady's won seven Super Bowls. This guy was lucky to win how, one. How many, he was lucky because he got to play Jimmy Gag. How many, how many, how many he won without Gronk? Was Gronk there for any of those Super Bowls? Patrick Mahomes in that was Super Bowl in- late third quarter, he throws an interception, early fourth quarter interception. They're dead to rights. And Jimmy Gag. Skip. Did you not Tom Brady? Tom Brady threw a pick six. It's not. I thought you said the game is not over to the sound goal. So he throws a pick six, mm-hmm. but he came back and won. You didn't say, oh, look at that pick six that he threw. He almost lost him the game. Mm. Okay. Did he lose the game? Yes or no? No, he okay. didn't. But then he lost to Brady head-to-head in the yeah. Super Bowl. And what he, hold on. He just destroyed Brady. Mm. He just destroyed him. Mm. Not when it counts. Oh, so these games don't count. Well, they count, but oh. I don't like the other ones. <laughs> Brady beat him in his house. I love the passion, beat, guys. Beat him, beat him twice but in I his gotta house. jump mm. in here. You gotta leave this one here. We gotta go because we gotta talk about the other end of the spectrum still this yeah. morning. Baker Mayfield, guys. He threw for just under 200 yards in his return as the Panthers starting QB yesterday. And it got uglier from there. He also threw two interceptions, a 13-3 loss to the Ravens. Shannon, I'm a little scared to get your answer, but give a letter grade for Baker Mayfield's performance yesterday. F. F. It's F? Clear. Baker Mayfield what is game a guy. did you watch? I don't care how long you talk about him. All you can do, you can't talk about anything. You got one quarter this year. That's all you talk about. Mm. You can go back and talk about the 11 games, but you can't tell me anything about this year and we're talking about now. It's clearly he's not the guy. He's an answer. But all you wanted to talk about last week, he came off the bench. Did you see him come off the bench and score three touchdowns? He got an opportunity to start the game. Mm. How did he look? Mm. How did he look? Good question. Is it my turn? 21 of 33, mm. 196, mm. two INTs. Mm. He finished with a QBR of 20.4. But you know what, Skip? Let that sink in for just a second, ladies and gentlemen. He finished with a QBR of 20.4, which is slightly better than the 15.3 he possessed over the first five games. Hmm. Here's what the tape says. The tape says he's dead last in QBR. 17.8. We're talking about yesterday. Uh, oh, How did he look yesterday? No, Guess no, an no, F? No, no, no. Let me, I got the floor. Uh-huh. Because all you do is bring up those 11 games. All you do is go back to talk about when he was a rookie won seven games. Hmm. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about because I got the floor. Hmm. Baker Mayfield is dead last in 2022 in QBR. Blah, blah, he blah. dead last. I don't blah, care. Blah, 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 blah. blah. blah, blah. He's 57.8. He's 30-30 completion blah, blah. percentage. Blah. You going to let me talk? 
Because that's if what you do. If you'll stay on point on questions. You never stay on point. Okay. I'm I'm about to stay on point. You're not going to get on point until I'm done talking. Okay, all right. That's right. Spew all your hate. I'm going to spew it all. Your Baker hate. Spew it. 17.8, because all you talk about, you're uncertain about Justin Herbert, but you get on the floor for this clown. He's a bum. He's trash, and you know it. And every time you bring him up, Mm -hmm. I'm going to let the world know exactly what he is. Oh, you have Twitter followers. Don't worry about it. Hold on. You talk about Twitter, and we come out here and discuss topics that you tweeted. So don't give me about that Twitter stuff. Mm. You can talk about my followers all you want, but I got the dead to right, and you see how he do America? He talk about my Twitter followers. Mm. That's what I know I got it. I'm going to continue to go. Right. He's 187. Tell me when it's my it's turn. It's not your turn. Okay. He's still football focused. Blah, got it graded. Blah, blah, blah. 37%. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, go ahead. Blah, blah, blah. You I'm, done? Yeah, I'm done. Thank you. Whew, finally. All right. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. No, no, we're going to do this. I didn't do it yes, for the did. first eight minutes the, you talked. The, 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 the first you did eight it. minutes so you talked. I'm going to stay finish. on contact. No, you're here. not. No, I'm going to keep it on the game. Every t- I'm going to interrupt you like you did me. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Well, let's go to the next topic. Okay, then. Let's go. All right. Because you ain't going to do it. You will let me talk like I let you talk. I let you talk for no, you eight didn't. freaking minutes. All you do is go back to talk about 2016. You talk about the 11 games. You never talk about, you never I'm stay on top. I'm trying to talk about yesterday. Do I get to talk about yesterday? When I try to talk about you, hold on. So why do you keep bringing up the 20? Okay, is it game? my turn or not? I'm going to talk about yesterday. That's the question at hand. And you're going to have a hard time because I got you. What got what? Okay. You repicked your Super Bowl. You originally had Rams versus Chargers, and you repicked to the Ravens. Talk about yesterday. They're playing yesterday. Okay, no, okay wait, wait, wait a second. It's the Ravens you picked to go win the Super so, Bowl right here, right so. now. They're coming off a bye week. They're at home against a Baker Mayfield who had not played for five games, had not started a game for five games except for the mop-up that he came in against Cincinnati in the second half when he led three two, uh, touchdown drives. Okay, so what did we have yesterday? We had high wind in Baltimore. Because what's Lamar's QBR? What was it? Better than it Baker. was 24 to 20. 24 to 20. What did the great Bill Walsh teach me again and again and again? What did he say? I'll take rain over wind any day or any night. You can't throw the football in the wind. It's virtually impossible. You can throw it in the rain. You can catch it in the rain. But you can't throw it in the wind. And it was high gusting wind chill wind that made it virtually impossible, especially when you Is were going to Is Baker a guy or not? Okay, so it's my turn. So here's what Baker Mayfield did yesterday. Nothing. So here we go into the third quarter, shall we? And we've got an opening series in the third quarter, 1040 left. It's second nine at the 47. And I thought, well, here we go, because it's still three to three at this point. Three to three, Baker versus Lamar. And he throws it to DJ Moore. And I'm thinking, boy, that's a gunshot. Hits him right in the hands. And he dropped it. That's, that's a second nine play. And he comes right back and says, okay, if you don't want to do it, I'll throw it to Terrace Marshall. And on third and nine from the 47, he throws it to Terrace Marshall, if we could see this, for 28 yards. And I said, "Uh uh-oh, here he comes. Boy, that was a good throw. Right into the wind. This is going into the wind. Okay. Okay? So now he he gets all the way down to second and 13 at the Baltimore 18-yard line. This is 8.57 less than the third quarter. This throw would have made it 10 to 3 
visiting team, Carolina. Here it is. Here's the throw to Terrace Marshall in the end zone from Baker Mayfield, who's trash, garbage. He is. Hits him right in the hands for the 10-3 to touchdown to lead the potential Super Bowl Ravens. Hit him right in the hands. That's to go 10-3 to up mid-third quarter. Okay. What are you going to do with that, Hall of Famer? I'd say, and you gave him an F hold for on. that? You but, gave him an F? But I, hold on, time out. Huh. I'm trying to figure out. He throws the ball into the wind to Terrace Inter- Marshall. And the first thing that you brought up in your soliloquy Oh. When you talked about the win. Oh. So how did he complete oh. a pass in the win? It's hard, man. It's high degree of difficulty. And he pulled it off. And it's Terrace Marshall, his hottest receiver, right in the hands. And he gags it. They're going to be up 10-3. to 3. They're going to be in charge. They're going to have all the momentum. And then, finally, they get the ball back. And they're only down 10-3. to 3, And he hits Shy Smith. We could see it early in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. He hits him. And the ball's bobbled up in the wind. And here it goes. And he loses the football because he can't secure it. And this is ball game. So he hits Shy Smith and and whoops, 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 gone. And that's it. So it's all Baker's fault. He gets an F for that. So what, Thank so, you very so, much. So what about do about these two interceptions? Okay. So who's fault with interceptions? Late in the game. Show, no, no, show, no, no. Okay. Hold on. Do we got those? What interceptions? Well, I, you, want- you, you could ask for them. You can ask for anything you want on the show. I don't need to ask for okay. it because everybody knows he's trash. No, I don't need to ask for Marlon that. Marlon Humphrey made a great play on the first one. He just beat the receiver. No, 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 no. It's Shai Smith again. It's no, Shai Smith. Not Shai Smith. Yeah, well, not Shai Smith. So yeah. why are you throwing the ball? Okay. He threw in the ball, and it got picked. And then, <gasps> then the late one, how many balls did he get batted down at the line of scrimmage? He had like nine against San Francisco oh, that day when okay. you were all over him. Okay. He had none until the end. Last series, ball gets popped up in the air, and it's just bad luck. Well, it goes well, right over to a Raven defense. Defensive lineman. Oh, when, okay. When Steve Boy, that's right. I, you know what? I saw a B from Baker. B is in Baker <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Silly me, and you gave him an F. Yeah, you, that's just straight hate. Yeah, you got to be. You, you have no objectivity you, whatsoever. You got to be, but you left the UM off. Because mm-hmm. that's what he played like yesterday, mm-hmm. and that's what he's been like this year. Yeah. Steve Wilson, after the game, says it's too early to name a starter. Mm-hmm. If Baker Mayfield was that guy, why won't Steve so, Wilson name him as a starter? Ladies and gentlemen, when Baker Mayfield had an actual football team, no, no, we're not Cleveland doing that. Brown, no, we're not doing that. We're talking about against Baltimore. Against Baltimore, when he was a Brown, la, 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 he threw la, for la, three seventy-six. We're not doing that. Three forty-three. We cannot bring up three forty-two and three forty-two. He averaged three hundred and fifty yards passing, but he's just a bum. He's just a guy. You just said, hold on, interesting. You just said I can't bring up anything about the pass. Now you bring it up the pass because that's all you got. So. Baker Mayfield put on such a show when he was a rookie that Shannon Sharp was driving his bandwagon. He's garbage. No, no, he's shaking Baker. I, you're, you're at the head of the class. You're saying that he's going to be a The man threw the ball 33 times and didn't have 200 yards. He had two interceptions. Mm. So whose fault is that? Those mm. interceptions, you blame. It's always when Baker Mayfield plays bad, mm-hmm. which is often, mm-hmm. which is damn near all the time. Mm-hmm. It's always, it's the, it's the Carolina, they're terrible. Mm-hmm. They got E. Smith. They got this guy. They got that guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, you downgrade Mahomes. You downgrade Dak. Mm-hmm. But you prop this bum up on the mm. pedestal. Mm. He's terrible. You know it. Everybody knows it. Not everybody. Maybe your Twitter followers. Every, don't not, worry not about mine. my Twitter followers. Not mine. The same Twitter followers yeah. that we come out here and talk about subjects that you tweet. Mm. So if Twitter is nothing, why are we talking about subjects that you tweet about? Well, I tweet about what's hot. <laughs> well, who says? Huh? You... Who said it's hot? Well, you, you <laughs> could, wait, wait. Would you like to pick the topics? You can pick them any day you want. I'm trying to talk about who says they're hot because you tweeted them they're hot. Okay. Well, d- d- no, I tweet them because they are hot. Who said? Well, who said? What was the Cowboy game hot no, yesterday? No, no, no. Wow, you really brought a limit tweeted that? I'm talking about what makes your sub your tweet because on Twitter because you tweeted it? 
What are you talking about? What makes the Twitter, what makes it hot because you tweeted it? I just tweet about the hottest games. You don't? I tweet about, I tweet about everybody. I watch all the games, and if somebody does something bad, I say that. Somebody does something good, I okay. say that. Not just necessarily Dallas, not just necessarily okay, Mahomes. Well, you, you disagree with our subject list here? No, Skip. Well, you just, can have it. Skip. You can do it. All I'm saying. I get up at 2 o'clock in the morning to put this together. I'm, all I'm saying is, is that mm-hmm. you say Twitter. You talk about my Twitter followers, huh. but you on the same no, well, Twitter. Yeah, you keep throwing back at me. They say you're, you're this and no, you're that. Because, no, I, I don't even you read keep, it. You quick to say, you only got two Twitter followers. No, I the don't. Same, yes, you you're responding to two Twitter followers. What difference does it matter? You don't respond. I do. Okay. You're a good guy. You're great. That's fine. That's you. Okay. But, again, Baker Mayfield had runs in Cleveland when he was really what good. What did that have to do with this year? You said we were talking about this year. This team is power-ranked 30th right now. And he's power-ranked 37th. Okay. So he should be on Oklahoma or uh, Oklahoma okay. State. He should be in college okay. with his power-ranking. Okay, but what did you think was going to happen yesterday? I said, give me the 13 points, and you wouldn't do it. And you know what? You made a good move because you would have lost five cases of be- Diet Duke. Because I said that is a lot of points. I said if you're so sure in mm-hmm. Baker, pick him to win the game, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't. I told you, you can't. You picked them to win the Super Bowl. They didn't win it. Okay. Are they the Super Bowl champs? Are they the defending champs? Who? If Baker may Baker Baltimore? Baltimore. If Baker is what you said, why didn't he win the game? Can he do better than two interceptions? That was late. That was when the game was decided. Oh, so the game was decided. Yeah. Now, now when people <laughs> I just showed you. He throws a ball that puts him up ten to three mid third quarter. You didn't say that last week huh. when he got those three touchdowns. The game was decided. You came out here rooting and raving about what he did in Mopo when the game was decided. All I know is he's way better than Sam Darnold, who you loved coming out of the draft. He's That's way all better. I know. We so did. you were wrong, I was right. How are you wrong? You, Skip, you wrong all the time. You talk about Spencer Rattler was going to be the next great line of Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. What are you talking Skip, about? Skip, I can go back. He to was the number one recruit in the whole freaking country. And he, and he, and he what flamed are you talking out. about? I, out. I never defended him. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Baloney. You that's a lie. You are another one. Hey, you, you are another what? one. You know what? That's a lie. Did you one of your one. Twitter followers? No, 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 no seriously. Stop blaming up Twitter. How, how do you he know you defend Spencer Rattler? Tell me he was going to win the Heisman. You don't follow me on Twitter. How do you know? Then how do you know? You also said Josh Freeman was going to be better than Cam Newton. Okay, what is this from the from Twitter? Don't see that. You go. See, the thing is, is that I don't bring up all the times that you're wrong. But okay. every time I say I, something wrong, you, you're you, the Hall of Famer. Hey, I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's do a topic tomorrow, all the times I'm right. Okay. Because I'm 90% right on quarterbacks. So let's do all the times you've been wrong about Skip, quarterbacks. You're not 90 You want to do it? Skip, you want right, to do it? I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. You can't pick no quarterback for real. Are you kidding me? I'm fucking sensational. You picked Tom Brady. Did you pick Tom Brady coming out of college? No, I did not. (laughs) Okay, then. But you you quick. I picked Tom Brady. I picked Tom. I'm going to save you from yourselves. (laughs) Good. Somebody needs to get you to stop taking shots of Diet Dew in the commercial break. Y'all are on fire today. But we got to move on and talk about your cowboy skip, Tony Pollard. Yeah, You think he's a better version of Saquon Barkley? That's coming up next, and you do not want to miss Skip's take. (laughs) this episode is sponsored by better help because your mental well-being matters a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time the question is time for what if time was unlimited how would you use it The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. 
Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. Saquon Barkley's been averaging over 100 scrimmage yards a game this season to go along with six touchdowns. And then down in Dallas, Tony Pollard broke out yesterday, 189 total yards and two touchdowns in the Cowboys' huge win. Shannon, these two face off on Thanksgiving Day on the NFL on Fox. Who would you rather have, Saquon or Pollard? Saquon. Can you imagine Saquon Barkley in this offense? How effective do you think Tony Pollard would be if he ran behind the Giants' offense line? Pro Football Focus said the Cowboys have a top 10 offensive line. They say the Giants is ranked 31st. That's the second worst offensive line. Saquon averages 21 rush attempts a game, which is second to Derrick Henry. Uh, it, Pollard, Skip, this is what Skip Pete, the running back coach, Tony Pollard, <clears throat> he said he played just 30 plays. I think that's his max because the juice doesn't become the same. He's not as quick. He's not as fast. When he got that 54-yard run on 31, as soon as he got to the sideline, he said, Coach, I'm done. Done for the game. I've got no more. Back that, that was after the Bears game. No, 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 no. That was after the run. That's what he said. But, but I'm saying th- those those comments came yeah. from after the Bears yes, game, yes, right? Yes. Okay. He said backs like Paul, Pollard always going to have bigger average and make more explosive plays. But at the end of the day, when you get into certain games, the race car can't handle that punishment because it gets worn down and runs out of gas. What I've been trying to explain to you, he, use that explosiveness. Let him be your race car. Let Zeke be the, the pickup truck. Let him do the, the haul of stuff. Let Zeke get the turf, tough, grimy yards. And then Tony Pollard, when they geared up to stop Zeke, let him hit a crease and hit his head on the goalpost. So, no, Saquon, man, can you imagine Saquon with that speed? You said Saquon, get those, he has one, has 150 yards, and one of them came on a 70-yarder. Imagine Saquon running behind, I ain't even got to say it got to be Dallas. Just let him run behind a decent offensive line mm. and a very, a very a quarterback. Daniel Jones has played better, but Daniel Jones is not a top-tier quarterback. Put Saquon in a system that has a decent offensive line and a decent quarterback mm. and watch what he does. He's a bigger, better version of what you're seeing Tony Pollard do. Mm. I can't tell you how much I disagree with everything you just said. My eyes keep telling me that I'll take Tony Pollard over Saquon because Saquon I watch closely, and he'll hit a home run every game, but he has a lot of none-yard runs, a lot of one-yard runs that Tony Pollard doesn't have. You even said earlier in the show, you're shocked at how effective he can run between the tackles because he's shifty, he's, he's slippery, 
and he runs stronger because he runs lower than you think. He can get very low in the hole, and he's hard to get a hold of. I'm not saying he's Emmett Smith, but in a way like Emmett was, where he just ducks and darts, and all of a sudden he just bursts into the secondary. You say, where did he come from? Well, you couldn't get him down between the tackles because he slithered through you. Right. He's hard to get a hold of between the tackles. And then, to me, he's been criminally underutilized because – responding to Skip Skip Pete – the, the point is, well, what if you ever let him play his way into shape? Because he, he doesn't play that much. Zeke is still going to get the bulk of the touches. But, Skip, but here's the thing. They're using in, in an effective manner. They're saying we can get more playing him. But now, given that, Skip, he's not going to be as effective. Now those big home runs are not going to be there because you worn him down. Okay, yet all the numbers scream that Pollard – hits more home runs than Barkley does because all, all of his yards per rush are much harder, higher. His yards per reception, way higher. Almost It's 11.6 to 6.8 because every time he catches the ball out of the backfield, he just breaks it. Yeah. He, he is hard to contain because his acceleration, to me, is better than Barkley's acceleration. No, man cannot run Barkley. Barkley ran 4-3 skill. Okay. At 230 pounds? Okay, I'm telling you, not combine speed. I'm talking about football under arm. Tony Pollard is hellacious hard to catch. And all I know is if we could see a bunch of, I think we're showing them now, but but I I, I think we put together just a string of, of, of his breakaways going all the way back to the Cincinnati game. Cincinnati, I got a 46-yarder after a catch. Can, can we just bang these out real quick? You, you could just see it's just game after game after game. Oh, it's a toss play. And he just escapes, and all of a sudden he's just running by people. And he's running by. He got the, That was down at the one-yard line. And then up at the Giants, we got one where he just escaped. And all of a sudden he just gone. Is he gone? Is he gone? Is he gone? He's just running between people. And then we got the one against the Rams for 57 yards. Where he just squirts through, and all of a sudden he's just off to the races, and it looks like he's going to be caught, and it looks like he's going to be caught, and he's not caught. And then we got another one against the Bears. When you, this is the one this that Pete is talking about. This is the one where he said he's done. This is a 54-yarder. And then we got the 68-yard catch, obviously, yesterday. So, so again, it's game after game after game, and, and I'm looking at, Barkley has touched the ball 244 times. Pollard's only 139, so he's like, it's almost 100. It's it's 100 plus fewer touches, and 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 I just say, what if you did use them more? How do you know? The truth is, neither of us really do know. Skip, you can't skip. You can't project. That says that if he has this, if you gave him that, it would be so much more. Because it's, at some point, it's a diminished return. You can't say because Derrick Henry had 100 yards in the first quarter, if we just keep getting that, he's going to have 400 yards for the game. Okay. It doesn't work like that. Okay. I told you, when I watched him at Memphis, he caught it even better than he ran it. And they, they lined him up in the slot, it seemed like every other play. But Skip, you remember his, his rookie year, I think Saquon caught like 80 balls. Okay. Saquon can catch the ball. But you have to understand, Skip, look at the offensive line that he He's operating behind, and look at what Pollard is operating behind. Okay, but much of the year, some of that offensive line has been in question because you started a rookie left tackle, yes. obviously, 
and just some guy at left guard and some guy at center. The Giants offensive line has always okay. been in question. All right. At no point in time do we say the Giants got a very good offensive line. Like we've seen the Cowboys offensive line start to round into shape. They're start to running the, they're running the football a lot better. They're being able to protect Dak a lot better. With Saquon, you've seen Saquon get a step Put the peace sign up before he even gets to the safety and gone. We know Saquon can go 60, 70 yards, mm. but it gets harder and harder to go 80 yards on carry 27 mm. as opposed to carry six or carry eight. Okay. What was the beauty of yesterday for the Dallas Cowboys? They ran it 40 times yes. and threw it only 25 times. Yes. That's the magic formula, yes. right? Yes. Okay, because I look back at the, the losses on Thanksgiving. They've lost three straight games on Thanksgiving and two of them Dak games. There was Dak against Buffalo. Right. And then obviously Dak last year in the overtime loss to the Raiders. Raiders. And both times it was way past heavy. Right. It was almost 50 passes a game right. to, to 20 runs. Right. So it was completely out of balance. This is the magic formula yeah. featuring 20. And if you want to blend in a little bit or 21, that's fine. What's Kemp? They gave they, they, he got 15 to he got 21 touches. You yep, said yep. you want you said you wanted to have 20 touches. I did. They gave him 21. Yeah, I said I could even live with 25 touches because I could live well, okay. He and Zeke got the same carry. <laughs> that's 15 okay. To 15. Do you like this? Okay, okay like look, look, look at what happened in those 15 carries. One guy goes for 42, and the other guy goes for what was it, 90? Do right? 80. 80. Do yeah. you do you yeah. like the explosiveness? Yes or no? Explosiveness of what? From Tony Pollard. Well, sh- do I like it? Yes. Well, sure. Okay. Don't change the thing. Because they're not going to give him more carries. He's able to stay. He's able to. Because what uh, P, uh, uh, Skip said, hey, 30 total plays is his max. So mm. even if he doesn't catch the ball or run the ball, just 30 total plays. Tw- he got 21 okay. when he actually but, but, touched the ball. Okay. But maybe you're underestimating what would happen. Skip, I'm a, I think we should probably go with, with the guys that, that see the guy every day, watch him. See him what he does. I think we probably should go with him. I think we should go with Skip on this one. I'm going to go with this Skip on this one. No. <laughs> no, I will skip. I will skip. This Skip. We go with the other Skip. Matchup between these two. Yeah. Thanksgiving Day. No, nah, that ain't no fair matchup. He's going against the Cowboys job, defense. Guys. We got to move on. We got to move on because we got to talk a little Dak Prescott. Shannon, do do you think he proved that he can be trusted with his performance yesterday? You do not want to miss Skip and Shannon's takes on this one. That's on the other side of this break. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yesterday, Dak Prescott completed 22 of 25 passes for 276 yards and the Cowboys' 40-3 demolition of the Vikings. Dak also had a pair of touchdown passes in the win. Shannon, on a scale of 1-10, to 10, after that performance, how much do you trust Dak going forward? I'm including this performance yesterday. I gave him a 7. I think the thing is, sometimes when you get in the playoffs, you don't always have to be great, but you can't be awful. And so what we've seen, Skip, we've seen Dak be here, and then we've seen him be here. At some point in time in the playoffs, you got to fill in the gaps, too. That's okay. I don't believe Dak, this was as good, and 276 yards, like, man, I ain't no yards, but 22 of 25. 
The precision in which he threw the ball. Agreed. Everything. I mean, guys coming out of their break, boom. We see him on the move when he hits CD. CD is on the sideline. And CD is like, he put it like he's a catcher. He framed it, and Dak, boom, nailed it to him. Uh, 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 Pollard out of the backfield, a swing. Pollard runs the rim right up the sideline and up the sideline, and he just sticks his hand out. A long handoff, the ball just drops in his hand like it just like it was meant for him. I see that. But I see that like, Dak, bro, why, why you throw that? Why you do that? So I will give him a seven. Skip, I, do I believe he'll complete 88% of his pass again? No. Do I believe Pollard would have – there's a chance Pollard might have 190 yards of, uh, of yards from scrimmage because he's been that dynamic this year. I don't believe Dallas is going to outgain an opponent by 285 yards, although their defense do, does have the, the capabilities and the firepower with that front seven to shut you down. Yep. So I'm going to go a seven. I trust him. I'm a, yeah, seven. Seven's a good number. I can't go any higher than that because I've seen some of the games in the past that would want me to make put him out of three or four. Mm-hmm. But I've seen some games that are like, damn, I saw him go on the road in Pittsburgh yep. uh, as a rookie. I saw him go to Green Bay as a rookie. I saw, I've seen him do some things that would say, okay, Shannon. And plus yesterday, factor the highs, factor the lows, throw out high, throw out the low. I'm at a seven. Okay. My gut tells me you are correct about that. <laughs> but because 40 to 3 is probably going yeah, to my head, <laughs> I'm going to go one notch above. I'm going to go an eight. Okay. But I told you this has to be a double header here. That this is what you did yesterday has to be validated by what you do Thursday. It's a quick turnaround, but you're the home team. Your backup quarterback beat them up there. Right. On Monday night football up in their house, he beat them with two long touchdown drives, late third, early fourth quarter. He yep. did that. So now the bar got raised. I believe you can succeed. You, you can exceed that bar. You, you, you can rise above what Cooper Rush has done, what? as you did at Minnesota. That, that ain't saying much, Skip. That, well, but, I mean, Cooper Rush had signature win after signature win. By the way, by the way we're not having time to do this, but Tony Romo just went off yesterday about how people have underestimated how good Cooper Rush was this year. But we'll leave okay. that for another time. Okay. But the point is, I don't want yesterday to be an indictment of Dak. I want it to be a predictor of Dak because it can be because we've all seen this skip before. Not, skip not this before. Skip, do you realize what you saw yesterday? I've seen it against bad teams when yes, he's front running because yes. he will just lay it on you. Yes. He's, he's capable of 400. Yes. He threw 400 against the defending champs on opening Thursday night a year ago. Yes. But they lost to a walk-off Brady-inspired right. field goal. But the point is – uh, here is the magic formula. This is who Dak Prescott can be at, at his greatest, which is, I look back at, I mentioned before, the two Thanksgiving losses that Dak has had now back in 2019. He lost at home to Buffalo before they were really Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, they hadn't yeah. arrived yet. Yeah. He threw 49 passes that afternoon for 355. That They only ran it 19 times. And then they lost last year on Thanksgiving to the Raiders, just tore my guts out. He threw it 47 times, and they ran it only 20 times. What happened yesterday? They flipped Flip the script completely. 40 30. For, right? Right? Okay. So that's who he is because he only threw it 25 times, right? It was 40 to 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Cooper Rush came in and threw yeah, something. Okay. Just, just him. Just him. Just him. Just him. Okay. Okay. His, okay. his script yeah. is 25 to, to 40 odd rushes, right. right? That's that's how he can be great. And again, I gave him that throw, the early throw to Dalton Schultz in the end zone. He hit him in the hands. It, it could have easily yeah. been 23 of 25. Right. Highly capable of that. After we saw what happened, he had stretches at Green Bay that were great. And then he gets the ball four times in the fourth quarter and overtime, and they got 
Nothing. Right. They got nothing. Well, I, you're better than that. Yeah, you, you, but Skip, I, I don't know if Dak can play better than what he played yesterday. I don't know if the, the Cowboys can't play better. Skip, you can't play. That was a perfect game yesterday okay. in all three phases. Can you ride the momentum? Sure. You were on Super Bowl teams that just flat out yes. took off. But, but sometimes, Skip, like you, you could play a perfect game or you'll play too good in, in two or three phases. Or you might string together offense, play outstanding, and they're able to come overcome some defense inequities or defense able to come offensively. But to play like they played yesterday, Skip, okay. with Maher kicking the ball like he did, the special teams tackling the, uh, I, uh, the Packers inside. I got it. Come on now. I got it. You think Dak could do another one of these? I, I know you hope so. play at a high level and, and go on a run. Go it on a run. You got to sustain. Skip, Here we go. very many quarterbacks play, no. play 88% of their passes in an NFL Except game. Except Phil Simms in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and nobody else has been close to that. is the challenge, gentlemen. Yes. We'll get our first sample size Thanksgiving Day when they take on the Giants. All right, guys, we got to move on. Patrick Mahomes, do you think he's catching Tom Brady when it comes to late game plus performances? Skip and Shannon dive in up next right here on Undisputed. led the Chiefs on a game-winning drive last night using only a minute and 15 seconds of the 146 left on the clock to score a touchdown. Shannon, has Mahomes now eclipsed Tom Brady as the NFL's best, most clutch quarterback? Yes. I'm not taking any quarterback currently playing over Patrick Mahomes. We know the numbers. We know the yards. We know the touchdown skip. But he's the definition of clutch. He's completed all but one of his seven fourth-quarter passes for 98 yards and two touchdowns. And he did this without Juju, with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Kadarius Tony Lip goes out. Um, who else? Nicole Harmon is out. Skip, he's 4-0 this season when trailing at the half. In his career, he's 13-7. When trailing at the half, no other quarterback since the 70 merger has a 500 record when trailing at the half with a minimum of 10 games. If that's not the definition of clutch, 28 touchdown passes, Brady has 12. He's first, Brady's 17th. Brady's also thrown 27 more passes than Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is second in QBR, 78.5. Brady's 15th, 54.3. Right now, Skip, clutch, Patrick Mahomes is where he's at. Will he, maybe will he ever, the totality of all the moments, I don't believe Patrick Mahomes is going to be in 40, 43, 44 playoff game. Now, if Andy was Andy Reid and he was like 50, but as long as Andy is there, Skip, they're going to be a force to reckon with, and he's going to be he's going to be at the top. But right now, he's the clutch quarterback in the NFL. He's the clutchest in the NFL. Okay, I'm going to give you last night because that was sensational because I just thought, well, he'll just do this, and he just did that. Right. He does have Kelsey, who he trusts like no quarterback has ever trusted a receiver in the clutch. Tyreek factored in some, but yeah. in the end, it's Kelsey. He's got to throw it to Kelsey. When in doubt, I'm going to throw it to 87. There's no Bosa last night, so they weren't getting that much heat on Patrick. And when they, they, they did, they got a little bit with a, a, a Khalil Mack, and then he went, he he got gassed. He, he got gassed, and he was out. I'm still not going to give up on Brady's clutchness because I think it's underestimated just because they've fallen off the radar this year because their record hasn't been very good. But if you remember game two at New Orleans against his kryptonite, it's three to three in the middle of the fourth quarter, and he goes on a nine-play, 80-yard drive and ends up hitting Perriman for the 28-yarder that broke the game open 10 to three. So I'm going to give him that one. And then I'm going to give him the one against the Packers because 
That's 89 and 13, 89 yards and 13 plays down the stretch to 18 seconds left. He has to hit Russell Gage for the yeah. touchdown, but then they blow the two-point because they get a delay of game because the center won't snap the football, right. okay? But I'm going to give him – You can't the, skip because he got to win the game. Okay, but he, he got them in position. He scored the touchdown that could have tied the game if they just no, convert no, the no, two. But they got to go for the two. Okay, all right, but I'm still going to give him. And then they lost at Steelers, but again – he was sensational. He's the clutch magician. He goes 73 and 14 late in the game and hits the, the touchdown pass to Fournette that would have tied it, but they, they go for two and miss. Right. Okay. But it was still another long clutch drive. And then against the Rams, and I know they're starting to fade, but they still felt like they were the Rams because it's still Aaron Donald and, and obviously Jalen Ramsey. He goes two straight long drives at the end of the game. The first one, Scotty Miller drops the touchdown yes. pass, and Kate Otten dropped another one right at the goal line, and he said, okay, I'll do it again. So he goes 53 and 12, and then he comes right back with 60 and 6 and hits Kate Otten with the, the, game, winning. the game winner. So the, the point is he's still doing this, and I pointed out earlier as many good games as, as Patrick has had, he had two where he failed. He threw game-ending interceptions, obviously against Buffalo at home and at Indianapolis. Yeah. He threw game-ending interceptions. So he had opportunities for late scores but that Skip, he did not pull Skip, off. you can't cash every single one of them. Okay. Brady has never cashed every single one okay. of them. And even though you gave him the two that you gave him, he lost the game. Okay, but he scored the touchdown. They just were down eight. Yes, okay. but, you got, but Skip, in order, in order for this to, 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 to be correct, you have to get the two-point conversion and win. If you get the two, if you score the touchdown, get the two-point conversion, and two, you don't get credit for a comfort behind. He's 13-7. and seven. No other quarterback, including Tom Brady, with a minimum of 10 starts, has, has 500. Okay, but game for your life, I will bet you, if I could put you on a lie detector, I'll take Mahomes right you, now. you'd take Brady. I'll take, I'll take Mahomes right now. Today, I'm talking about today, in 2022, I'll take Patrick Mahomes. Boy, I'll take Tom Brady for my life. Yeah. And I would live. No, you wouldn't. Well, he's I'll, been doing it in the shadows. Yeah, no, 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 he's not. Skip, he's five and five. Okay, but but again, he pulled, the, the, he saved the season with two late drives against the Rams. Yes. Right? I, okay, we give him that. He did that against the Rams. But we... Skip, you, you, you saw this last night, right? Okay, I saw it last night, but I'm not going to be a prisoner of last night's moment because I also was watching at Indianapolis and against Buffalo, okay. and he throws a game-ending interception. Skip. Well, Brady hadn't done that. Brady almost went 400 straight passes this year without throwing a pick. But, Skip, he's also gone he, – how many straight passes has he gone without throwing a touchdown? Well, again – Again, he does, does he have Travis Kelsey? Does uh, he have whoa, whoa, Gronkowski? Whoa, whoa, whoa. See, I always see, said you I, always talk about what he doesn't have. Okay, but he doesn't have Gronkowski. I've been campaigning. He got Mike Evans. Okay, Mike Evans goes right. to the Pro Bowl every year. He got yeah. Chris Godwin. Well, he, he just getting him back. Hey, well, he's just getting him back now. He's huh? my homeboy. Go ahead and say it with me. Awesome my homeboy. show, guys. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Chiefs take on the Rams next. Coming up on the NFL on Fox. That's it for us. 